Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome, friends, to another r Am I the Jerk video. I hope you're ready to answer some tough questions, but before we do, hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by Horton Here's a Who One. Am I the jerk for my response to my brother-in-law's comment about my leg hair? I'm a 19-year-old female, my sister, female 28, and my brother-in-law came over with the kids for dinner at my parents' house. I was watching my nieces while dinner was getting ready. We sat down, and I happened to sit next to my brother-in-law. I was wearing a skirt, and it was accidentally lifted above my knee. My brother-in-law looked down at my leg and made a face, then loudly said, Oh, shoo, OP, this is gross. You should have shaved, that hair isn't supposed to be there. Everyone stared. I told him, if it's not supposed to be there, then why does it grow there? Can you explain? He was like, it's just not supposed to be there. I pointed his mustache and say, well, guess the same thing can be said about your little mustache then, huh? He looks at me eyes wide open. An awkward silence takes over, though some laughed. My sisters told me to knock it off as my brother-in-law got up from his chair and went inside the bathroom. My sister followed, and I could hear him having a breakdown, asking her if there was something wrong with his mustache. My brother and I kept giggling, but dinner got cut short because my brother-in-law wanted to leave. I later got scolded by my sister, saying I stepped over the line and disrespected someone who's older than me, who's her husband, and demanded I apologize to him for insulting him and ruining dinner. Am I the jerk? I think OP's definitely not the jerk. I feel like, honestly, fair's fair in this situation. And like, I don't even think OP really meant to like, impart any judgment against his mustache in any way. Just like uh, pointing out the obvious with how leg hair is leg hair and mustache hair is mustache hair. Should OP feel bad at all for making this guy self-conscious about his mustache? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is by ImpossibleHoney902. Am I the jerk for telling my dad, who left, that I don't remember him? I'm 15-year-old female, and my father's 46-year-old male. My dad left the family when I was 7 without any explanation. He just vanished one day, and I've never seen him since. He left because of relationship issues with my mom. She was heartbroken and waited 5 years for him to return, but in the end filed for divorce. Thankfully, she's over him now. To be honest, 8 years after he left? I barely have any memory of him. Only some resentment for the years of suffering he put my mom and sister, 19-year-old female, through. They tried and tried to contact him, but he'd never respond. I can't remember his voice, personality, or even face much. Last week, he texted my mother and said he wanted to meet, after eight years of disappearance. My mom agreed. We arranged to meet up at a nearby restaurant. My sister was so nervous and excited, but I realized I felt nearly nothing. He arrived and my mom and sister started crying. He cried too at the sight of his beloved daughters. He saw that I looked quite emotionless and said, Don't you miss your dad? I replied honestly that I didn't remember him. He left so long it's like I barely knew him. He was so shocked and hurt. Eventually he cut off our meetup early claiming he had to work. My mom and sister were so mad 
They blamed it on me. My mom said that my sister's been waiting to see your dad for so long, but I had to make a stupid remark and make him leave a second time, asking how could I behave like this towards my dad, telling me that I'm a selfish witch and jerk. I'm sorry that he cut the meat up short, because I knew my sister missed him so darn much, but to be honest, I don't feel bad for saying the truth. Am I the jerk? I don't really blame OP, being 7 years old when your father left, and then spending 8 years with no remembrance of them, it's really no surprise that what memories you did have faded over that time. And especially more than anything, OP feels the way they feel, and it's just the truth. The whole situation sucks, but they shouldn't be mad at OP, they should be mad at the dude that abandoned them for almost a decade. Our next story is by CoolCheesecake2366. Am I the jerk for not covering up? My friend is constantly getting mad at me for not covering up. I have large breasts, eye cups, and US sizes, and as a result, practically anything I wear will show cleavage. She's been going on about it for a few months now, but it's finally got too irritating to deal with. Last week, I attended a uni class with her. She was wearing a tank top which showed nothing. I was also wearing a tank top, but because of my body, it revealed a lot more. She made some quips about me trying to impress the professors and asking for it. I pointed out to her that we were wearing the same thing, but she told me that the difference is that she doesn't already have a who are's body. I was mad, but honestly didn't think it was that big a deal because as someone with a large chest, you hear that stuff every day. What really annoyed me happened last week, on my younger brother's birthday. My younger brother just turned 13 and I'm 18. We have a great relationship and are very close. My friend came to his party. At the party, I was wearing a dress that was not revealing at all, but having such a large chest, you can tell they're big. After the party, my brother told me that she told him that I dressed too inappropriately around him and I'm going to give him a complex. She told him to tell me that I need to cover up around him because he's a child and I'm trying to groom him. My brother doesn't care what I wear as I'm a sister and as such doesn't view it inappropriately. This is what he told me. He's also gay and everyone who was there knows this. I can't believe she talked to someone so young like this, especially my own brother. Now I'm wondering if other people think the same way and think I'm being inappropriate by the way I dress. I can't control it most of the time, but should I be making an effort to cover up my body in front of children? Am I the jerk? It would really crush me if I've negatively impacted my brother's well-being, and I want to know other people's opinion. So in my opinion, the people who complained are, uh, stupid? I think OP's definitely not the jerk, and I think all these people who are complaining just, they don't have a very good rational thinking ability. They don't realize that if you have a large chest, it's just going to be like that. Unless they're expecting OP to have to wear a turtleneck every time they go out. It's just how it is because of the nature of the situation, not in bad intention, and also not fair to OP to expect them to do anything else. Unless OP's wearing something that's actually revealing, you know, something you could actually get a charge for, then otherwise all these people need to mind their own business. Seriously, the assumption from this one friend that OP was going around trying to entice their 13-year-old brother? How irrational do you have to be to think that? And then actually try to call them out on it. Our next story is by Throw Ratatatata. Am I the jerk for banning my sister's boyfriend from the house after he borrowed my expensive PC monitor? I, 28-year-old male, have a sister, 16-year-old female, and we live together. 
I don't know my dad, but when I was six, my mom met a great guy that I consider my real father, and they had my sister. Now, when my sister turned eight, our parents passed in a car accident. I was 20 back then and became her legal guardian and have been raising her alone since. I had to sacrifice a lot for her and it's been tough for the both of us, but we managed. I love my sister a lot and I did slash do slash will always put her first. When she was 15, she met a 16-year-old boy at her swimming pool club and he became her first love and first real boyfriend. He always seemed like a great guy. I like tinkering around PC parts, it's my hobby. After saving for a bit, I bought high-end PC parts and built it myself. I also bought a very expensive OLED monitor. Now, I let my sister and her boyfriend use the PC when I'm doing something else or I'm not at home. Her boyfriend has always been very careful when using it and never did anything that would make me suspect of him doing something bad to it. I went hiking for two days and left my sister and her boyfriend's mom's care. I came back home Sunday evening and almost fainted. There was no monitor. I panicked and called my sister. She told me that her boyfriend borrowed it for a day. I rushed to the boyfriend's apartment, went into his room, and there he was, gaming on that monitor. I tried to be calm and said that I'm willing to forget this happened if he apologizes. He looked at me and said, I thought I could borrow it. I'll be using it for another two hours. Wait, okay. The monitor was $1,500 and the rule was no one but me can move it from my desk. They agreed to this. I became furious inside. I told him that I'm not going to yell at him, but I am taking it back now. He seemed annoyed, but let me take it back. His mom was at work, so she had no idea what he did. My sister was just watching from the side, clearly knowing they both broke my trust. She apologized for the both of them, but to me, it was not enough. I wanted him to apologize, but he refused. The next day, I found him using my PC. He didn't ask if he can. I got angry and told him that unless he apologizes now, he's banned from entering the apartment and my sister is grounded for letting him do it. He started yelling at me that I don't know how it is to be poor. I do, I freaking raised my sister having $5 in my bank account at times and had to manage, but now we're doing well, so I kind of get him too. Then called me a jerk and left. My sister started crying, saying that if I don't go back in my word and let him visit, she'll hate me and go no contact once she turns 18. I feel like I'm lost in the situation as I don't want to lose my sister and I have to let go, so she doesn't hate me because she hasn't talked to me for the entire week. So am I the jerk? I think OP is definitely not the jerk. And the sad thing is, OP had a very, very, very small competency for this guy to do one thing, apologize, and it would all be fixed. The fact that this guy, even if he doesn't think it's the right thing, can't just muster up an apology anyways, is kind of alarming. I can't say that I know better or that I know everything, but I feel like as long as OP continues to be there and tries to support their sister, that in time, maybe the sister will actually understand why it's not okay the boyfriend did that, how ridiculous it was they didn't apologize, and relationships of that age often don't make it to 18 years old. For a 16-year-old, holding out for a week is already a really long time. This next story is by Substantial Place 228 Am I the jerk for getting more expensive gifts for my friend than I do for my girlfriend? My best friend of 7 years has a very expensive taste. I've always bought her fancy and luxurious gifts and she's the happiest when I do so. 
No, I never wanted to date her or she to date me. It's just a thing we did and we were always close platonically. I would do the same for my male friends as well if they had expensive taste. My girlfriend of two years never showed or implied she had expensive taste. So I just bought her some regular things because I knew she'd be happy and grateful either way. I didn't have to break the bank to make her happy and I really love her for that. But recently she raised a concern to me about how it seems very weird and dismissive and favoritism how I put so much effort into my best friend's gifts than I put to hers. She said she's feeling I favor my best friend over her because I put more thought and more research on getting her the perfect gift, while to my girlfriend, she assumes I just get the first thing I see just to be done with it. I explained to her that I buy her more random gifts because I know she doesn't prefer something specific and she'd be grateful even if I gifted her a chocolate. She told me that's the problem and that I never even thought of putting effort for her and that I'm simply not paying attention. It never occurred to me that way. Apparently she's been trying to speak to me about this but she claims I never get it and she feels like I ignore her on purpose and favor my girl best friend over her. Am I the jerk? I think OP is the jerk. Just because they're willing to accept a cheaper gift doesn't mean that it's okay to go ahead and not put in nearly as much effort as you do for your female best friend. And honestly, I feel like if you put anybody in that position where their partner keeps getting better gifts, like demonstrably better gifts for their best friend, I think most of us would begin building a a resentment for it and a desire to feel like they put in nearly as much effort for us as they do for them. This next story is by AITA Siswed. Am I the jerk for refusing to have anything to do with my sister's wedding because of who her fiancé was as a teenager? I'll keep this as short as I can. I'm 28-year-old male. My twin sister, 28-year-old female, recently got engaged to a guy, 30-year-old male, who I'll call Terry. In secondary school, Terry was a year above us, and he and his friends bullied me relentlessly. I'll spare you the finer details, but I'm talking caused me lifelong psychological issues type of stuff. Granted, it was never physical, but it was a literal daily onslaught of psychological and verbal abuse. To the point where I bunked off probably half of years 9 and 10 just so I could avoid it. I'm not a hateful or spiteful person, but I absolutely despise Terry for how he treated me when we were kids. I was hurt when my sister started dating him two years ago, but I tolerate being around him when I absolutely have to for the sake of keeping the peace. However, I will not be attending their wedding or having anything at all to do with it. Why would I want to go to an event which is effectively celebrating the guy who absolutely lavished and tormenting me for almost six years of my life? My sister's not happy about this. She says I'm being a selfish and petty jerk who won't accept that people can change though Terry's shown no indication of remorse for his behavior and has even tried to bring some things up he did like they were fun little jokes I was in on. Our dad's on our sister's side and has been giving me a really hard time about it, though our grandparents are a little more sympathetic to me. Am I being a jerk here? Should I just get it over with and suck it up for my sister's sake? I think OP's definitely not a jerk and definitely has a right to feel the way they do. This is somebody that OP has long-standing, very painful history with, and just because they're getting involved with somebody close to OP doesn't mean that they have to now support them, even if that's at the cost of upsetting nearly everybody else around them. Our next story is by an anonymous poster. Am I the jerk for buying sibling underwear? I have a twin sister. I'm her brother. She has a lot of trouble finding bras that are comfortable, 
I work at a clothing store, and we finally got some bras in that she wants. We had a deal with a bra and underwear set, so I got a few for her. I get an employee discount too. She was very happy to get them and said it's a lifesaver for her comfort and now she doesn't mind wearing bras at home more often. She says the bras fit perfectly on her and look cute. My parents found out and f- Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that after finishing a small questionnaire will match you with a licensed therapist where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Clipped. They think she should find and buy any underwear herself and that it's inappropriate for me to buy my sister that. I think OP's definitely not the jerk. Is this even a question here? OP knew the sizing for them. They got stuff in that could help them. They picked it up for the thoughtfulness of it, not the allure of thinking about them wearing it or something. If you want to sit your parents down and reassure them that you're not hooking up with your sister, feel free, but like, I feel like the intention and the wholesomeness is pretty clear here. Our next story is by Throwaway Autism Mama. Am I the jerk for calling my mother-in-law out on her thoughts about my son? My son, 8, is autistic. We recently enrolled him in a mainstream school and he's excelling. He's participating more than ever in school, he's interacting with other students, he's making friends. All of which he used to struggle with a lot. Every day he's making amazing progress with his education and I couldn't be prouder of him. He recently said when he grows up, he wants to join the Air Force and fly planes. My husband and I have been supportive of this. He's always loved planes, and if that's something he wants to do, we will do anything we can to help him achieve it. My mother-in-law was over today, and he mentioned it. He also mentioned he wanted me to move out when he's 18 and have his own house. She instantly started pooping on his ideas and telling him he probably won't be able to do it, and he should think about doing something easier like working in a grocery store. She told him that he should also consider that he'll probably not be able to live independently and that we should consider some of the programs around the city for disabled people. 
I told my son he can do anything he wants to do in life and that I'll support him along the way to help him. My mother-in-law pulled me aside later and told me that I was setting him up for failure. He should know that he isn't like everyone else and he can't do what normal people can and that I need to accept that he'll never move out or if he does, it'll be in a special home for people like him. I told my mother-in-law quite sternly that I'm not going to break an 8-year-old's heart and tell him he can't do the one thing he said he wanted to do. When I was 8, I wanted to be a singer, and as I grew up, I changed my mind. If he changes his mind as he grows up, that's fine. I told her that the views on him not being normal were incredibly ignorant, and if he can't function on his own in the world, then I'll deal with it as he gets older. It's not something to worry about now. I told her that she can either stop putting him down for being autistic or leave and never come back. She got huffy with me and walked off, leaving shortly after. I've been dealing with calls all afternoon from my sister-in-law and brother-in-law saying that I'm a jerk for treating my mother-in-law like that and she was only trying to be realistic. So am I the jerk for calling my mother-in-law out on her BS? In this situation, I think OP's right and OP's not the jerk. There's no reason why an 8-year-old should have their dreams crushed, regardless if they have autism or not. They're 8 years old, even if they get older and they do have developmental challenges or issues preventing them from doing certain things, there is no reason to saddle an 8-year-old down with that information now. I mean, I'm not a professional in this situation, but I feel like that's not the right thing to do personally. Our next story is by Boyo. Am I the jerk for collecting girls' pictures for a drinking game? Basically, my friend was in a very long, very toxic relationship with an emotionally manipulative girl. In the last few months, she turned her life around and decided to leave. They were supposed to move in together into my friend's apartment, which had to be completely renovated. So while renovating it, in order to move by herself, she still had to live with her ex. My boyfriend and I, and her other friends, couldn't wait for her to move and supported her. It was very difficult, but she recently finally moved. Next week, she's having a housewarming get-together with a few close friends. Now, I need to explain this. My friend looks like a Gucci model. Absolutely stunning. The biggest irony on her ex cheating on her is that every single girl she cheated with is absolutely hideous. I don't like commenting on people's appearance, but I can't put it any other way. They all look terrible and cringy, especially compared to her. She asked me to help her with a drinking game she came up with for next week and needed me to compile as many photos of all the girls her ex cheated with and make a slideshow of it. I collected a lot of photos. One day, I stopped by the gay bar where we all hang out often. It's a popular place and I've even seen some of the aforementioned girls there. I hung out with the bartender and the waiter and I decided to finish screenshotting the last girl. They asked what I was doing and I explained instead of shutting up. The bartender laughed, but the waiter wasn't amused. He started lecturing me, calling me and my friend body shamers. I explained we weren't doing anything publicly, that nobody cares. It's a drinking game and that humor and fun is generally my friend's way of dealing with things. He was still pissed, kept attacking me, calling me a piece of poop. I told him to calm down, that it's not that deep. He said that he knew that girl and some other girls who hooked up with my friend's ex. So I asked why he's so protective of homewreckers. They all knew my friend and her ex were in a long, serious relationship. He then asked me to leave. The bartender said no, but I said it's fine and left. So am I the jerk? I think OP's the jerk because 
Although I think they're in the best interest trying to help them get through coping with this, I feel like this is actually just feeding a very unhealthy coping mechanism. And whether it's taking actual pictures, which OP clarified they're not doing, or just scrounging photos from their Instagrams and social medias, it's just kind of weird. And really overall just inappropriate and unnecessary. And that guy that knows all those girls is probably going to tell them, and now you're going to be that weirdo who's like collecting these photos of all these girls. This next story is by Tolda's wife. Am I the jerk for revealing to my dad's wife the real reason why me and him were never close? My dad practically gave me up to his sister from the moment I, 27-year-old male, was born. My mom passed when she was giving birth to me, and my aunt told me he never recovered from that because he blamed me for her dying. It hurt a lot as a kid that, at family events, he would ignore my existence. When I was a little older, he got more vocal about me killing her and that he can't stand to look at my face. You can imagine the amount of therapy that put me in. I used to go to church crying because I was scared about going to heck for doing that to my mom. That's how much his words messed me up. But the crappy part was that I never stopped trying to be accepted by him. After my high school graduation, he told me to never bother him again since he legally has no obligation to me anymore since he was sending my aunt money to take care of me. Around that time is when I finally started accepting that reality. So from there, we moved on with our lives. My aunt doesn't talk to me about him. Sometimes my grandparents do, and that's how I found out he got married. They were mad he didn't invite me to their wedding. But to me, it didn't matter because we're not close. But it was his wife who wanted to meet me. It's the first time ever that he wants to make contact, and it was to pretty much say she wants me in her life. She doesn't know the real reason about why we're estranged. He asked me to please not say anything and maybe this could be a way to reconcile after all. But he was only doing it for her. That much was clear when we talked. I never said I would be, but he still insisted on us meeting at their place because she really wanted to meet me. All she thinks is we were estranged for not getting along in my teenage years, going to college and losing touch because of life stuff. It pissed me off that he played it off as just us not talking for petty reasons. Meanwhile, the actual reason damaged me for years. I told her the truth. Everything he said to me. That he was never a parent to me. That it was all my aunt. It was definitely a shock for her. The outcome was a disaster. Everyone's heard about this now. My grandma in particular told me she understands my anger. But this was his chance of finding someone since losing my mom. And now it's been put in jeopardy. My dad is devastated. They think it was going too far to ruin his marriage that way when he was willing to include me in their lives, which could have been the start of our relationship. And they say not only did I ruin that, but also possibly wrecked his marriage. She just doesn't agree at all with what he did, and it could have been avoided if I didn't say anything. For me, it was hard not to tell the truth after the lies made it seem like it was nothing serious. I couldn't ignore what happened after what it did. I don't know if it was the right call since it put their whole marriage at risk after all. After 27 years of abandonment, I think OP's definitely not the jerk for not going along with this fairy tale, oh we just fell out of contact and we're coming back together after all this time kind of moment. It's tough because the dad obviously had some pretty severe emotions based off of, you know, what probably was the love of their life passing, but everything overall wasn't fair to OP. 
and it's not fair to OP to expect to just go along with this just to make the dad's life and relationship easier on him, especially after 27 years. This next story is by Throwaway Unfair Allow. Am I the jerk for not dividing my work bonus equally between my two daughters? I'm a tad bit old to be using Reddit, 56, but I have a crucial issue at hand that requires judgment and no better place to ask than here, so I thought I'll give it a try. I just retired from my job after working there for 33 years. I was in tech for anyone wondering. Anyways, our company has a policy of retirement bonus as a way of showing gratitude for the years served for the longest serving employees, also subject to the title and position held at work. I received about $35,000 in the form of my retirement bonus. Since I've already invested a good sum for my own retirement, I decided that I would divide the bonus among my children, two daughters aged 24 and 27 who will call A and B. A had her first child at 17. Sadly, my grandchild's father's not in the picture and she's a single parent who needs to work extra hard to provide for her daughter. I also do help my daughter with the caretaking and finances of my grandchild and because I love grandkids in general, I don't think of it as a burden. Besides, due to having the baby relatively young, my daughter had to take gap years before she continued on with her studies. B, on the other hand, followed my footsteps of working in a software company and is doing exemplary in her career. To my disappointment, however, she doesn't plan on having any grandchildren and both she and her husband are part of a double-income household. As such, I decided that I would allocate $33,000 to A and the rest to B because I know B would probably only use it for leisure like traveling or miscellaneous leisure activities. A really needs the money and it could also be invested for my grandchild's future college funds. The older one, B, digged out from her sister that I gave A more funds. I don't know if it's due to jealousy, but B called me saying I was being selfish and that I'm punishing her for not having grandkids. To which I responded with the fact that I'm not, I really am not, and that why does she even need the money when she's well to do? I explained that she's being the greedy one here, and besides, it's my money and I'm free to do with it as I see fit, to which she cut the call abruptly and hasn't responded since. I feel offended by her gross entitlement to my money, that too considering that she's ignoring the struggles of her sister. Am I the jerk for not dividing the money equally even though A is in more desperate need of the funds than B? I'm on the fence because, while I feel like of course they have every right to use their money as they wish, and honestly it's fair to give A more of the money because they're really in a more necessary financial situation to use that stuff effectively. They gave 94% of a $35,000 bonus to A, and also just wasn't forthcoming about it in any way. Like B had to dig and find out how that actual split happened. What do you guys think? Is OP the jerk? Or is OP not the jerk and what they did was fine, it was their money? Let me know what you guys think. And our final story of the day is by unique username 93. Am I the jerk for giving an ESL student an F on her essay? I've got a handful of ESL and ELL students in my otherwise English-speaking classes. This means that English isn't their first language. Some of them are fluent in English, some still learning, and some just don't speak a single word of English. They're all taught the same material as my English native-speaking students. Except, they're allowed to use electronic translators or have a friend translate for them. Some of them request Spanish versions of handouts and notes, and I provide it. On to the issue. 
We, the entire grade doing this unit, just turned in a final draft of an essay two days ago through a school's website, not turnitin.com or something. I got to K, an ELL student that uses her phone to translate notes, assignments, etc., and saw that her essay was perfect. None of my other students, ELL, ELS, or native speakers had essays that polished. From my history of teaching and being a student, I knew that it was fishy. So I copied and pasted it to Google. Lo and behold, it's the first search result. So Kate plagiarized her entire paper. No quotation marks, no bibliographies, no works cited list, nothing. So as school policy states, Kate received an F, zero out of 150. Kay's academic counselor called me today, yes, on a Saturday, and chewed me out for trying to hold an immigrant back from reaching her potential. She got the principal on conference call after her ranting and told me that I had to give Kay a 50% because she didn't know better. BS. I had given them lessons about what is and isn't plagiarizing, quoting and citing, etc., as well as made it clear that plagiarism will not be accepted in higher education. I'm not one for confrontation, so I just change it to a 50%. But am I the jerk? I caught another student trying to plagiarize from Sparknotes on the rough draft part and gave him a zero. But it's different because she doesn't speak English. I don't feel like a jerk. What do you guys think? OP's definitely not a jerk, and the people going at bat for this student are doing it for all the wrong reasons. They plagiarized blatantly through and through, and they deserve that zero. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories.